0: Well, hello everyone and welcome to art house rewind i'm brian and i'm jake and we are back for another rewind good to be back um this is a little bit later because my voice was gone all weekend you can probably still hear it. it's not quite up to speed but at least it sounds like me a little bit and not like uh harvey firestein taking over the podcasting duties so um but yeah glad to be back A few things to go over for this week. Um, The main thing is that um, starting on June 30th at the Babcock, we are opening Wes Anderson's Asteroid City. It's one that we've been looking forward to for a while, and it's um, real exciting to be able to have a new Wes Anderson on the big screen. So that starts on June 30th and will run every day through July 12th. So make sure to catch it on the big screen. Are you going to catch it on the big screen?
1: I am. I'm excited to see it. So, uh, and then today we're going to talk about maybe one of the reasons I'm excited to see it is yeah. I run a movie theater, mm-hmm. and the only Wes Anderson movie I've seen is one of his animated ones. I've seen Isle of Dogs.
0: Yep. So, yep. So Jake is kind of new to the world of Wes Anderson still. So, um, but you'll probably watch it with us when we watch it as staff. So, yep. um, so he'll get to see. Asteroid City next after having only seen Isle of Dogs. But um, for everyone that doesn't know, these are the Wes Anderson films starting in 1996 with Bottle Rocket. Then after that, he did Rushmore, The Royal Tenenbaums, The Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou, The Darjeeling Limited, Fantastic Mr. Fox, Moonrise Kingdom, The Grand Budapest Hotel, Isle of Dogs and the French Dispatch and now Asteroid City as well. So um I have seen all of those and Jake has only seen Isle of Dogs. So we're going to take that one out of the mix, but what I'm going to do having worked with Jake for a few month or months years now, <laughs> um I feel like I have a good idea of Jake's taste. So what we're going to do is we're going to go through the rest of the Wes Anderson collection, and I'm going to make recommendations of the films that I think he would like in descending order. So... You ready for this? <laughs> I'm ready, Brian. Okay. Which
1: one should I just completely pretend I I don't need to see and just throw it out?
0: Just there? just let's throw that one out right away. Um, okay, so bottom of the list, I think I'm going to say um, is probably the French Dispatch.
1: Really, his the one the
0: one right before this yeah. one. I I think that um, it's one that kind of even Wes Anderson fans are like that was different and interesting. Um, so it's, I still really enjoyed it. Like I think it's great. I think all of these I think you should probably see at some point but um that one is probably the weirdest um it is one that's broken up into three vignettes, vignettes yeah, so I remember um,
1: people in the audience because I did work that one yeah because we played it both at Babcock and at art yep. house and so um you know some of those people did watch it twice yeah um and maybe got more out of it kind of thing but I remember people saying like oh that was broken up interestingly yeah so
0: yeah, so I think that might be um, and and maybe if you do watch it it might be even worth just like hey I'm going to play and then when it when this one ends I'll move on I'll take a break and then yeah. watch the next one later. So um, but yeah, I just I I feel like that structure might be one that you're just like eh, I wish it would have they would have just made a feature of one of these sure. sort of thing. So is this
1: because you know I would straighten Pulp Fiction out, so it's one continuous story if I could? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah.
0: yeah. So, um, so yeah, I think Friends Dispatch is the one that, yeah, I don't know if you'd love it as much. Um, then moving up, I guess, if we're going to go from least to most, I think um, the Royal Tenenbaums would be difficult for you. Um, it's This is the one with the cookie. hotel, yeah? No, that's Grand Budapest oh, Hotel. Okay. Yeah. The uh, Royal Tenenbaum's. Tennis? Um, there's tennis in it, but it's more of like a, think of it more of like a family hierarchy, um, like this kooky succession. millionaire. Yeah, succession, exactly. So, and Gene Hackman would be sort of the Brian Cox of that. And then uh, Ben Stiller. And Luke Wilson are the um, sons, along with Gwyneth Paltrow as the daughter. And then they have, like, a, a friend of theirs, Owen Wilson, that is also in the mix there. And then they have their spouses and kids and all that as well. But um, I think the, the hardest things for it would be it, it is sort of a um, snooty, like, why do I care about these millionaire the millionaire yeah. family sort of thing? And then there is, I think, something that you'll just g- g- gleam onto. I guess we should mention mild spoilers for pretty much every Wes every Anderson one. movie on yeah. this episode um, is that um, Luke Wilson has a has feelings for his sister. And I think that that's just like off-putting. a quirky thing, but it's off-putting. It's kind of meant to be, but it, I think that it would just be one of those things that you'd be like, no, I hate this rock. Why, <laughs> why would anyone put this in a movie sort of thing? I thought you were going to say the dog dies. Um, not in this one, I don't think. He does have a tendency to have... Kill dogs. <laughs> to <Great>. kill dogs. <laughs> so, um Then next after that would be probably Bottle Rocket, his first one, his first film, Uh, and a lot of that just kind of comes down to the the student filminess of it, I guess you could say, because
1: you played it last year for Double Feature, um,
0: 2021, yeah, 2021 for Double Feature. And
1: um, the trailer you, cause you made that trailer. Mm-hmm. It was really interesting and did intrigue me, but I could see, I like even just seeing the trailer, I get yeah. what you're getting out of. Like he hasn't come full form yet into the Wes yeah. Anderson this that we exactly. see with the you know, Asteroid City trailer and the bright colors and yeah. the, you know, he hasn't come to that yet.
0: Exactly. I do think you would enjoy maybe the first half of it a bit of the, um, sort of, small crime heist sort of aspect sure. of it I think you'd f- have fun with. But then the more it goes on after that, um, it might wear a little thin on you, I think. so. Um, following that, number six, in terms of um, what I think would be Jake-like ability, um, The Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou. Um, I think there's a lot of things in there that you might enjoy. I think it's an undersea adventure sort of thing. Um, there is... A bit of heightened reality into it in that all the sea creatures are stop motion animated. Mm. So it doesn't really feel like you have Bill Murray and yeah. Owen Wilson as like these very grounded characters, and then these like almost too goofy looking stop motion animated things yeah. that might just be a little out there for you, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Again, I'm trying to do yeah. my best to get into your head here. But you think now story. you have to watch them all and I tell know. me how I did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I think there's a little bit of the quirkiness of that. And then there is um, just, yeah, I think there's some father some dynamics in there that you would really enjoy. um, But a little bit of the quirkiness, I think, would wear thin on you at times as well. Got it. Um, Number five would be Rushmore, which we played just a few months back um, for its 25th anniversary. And I think... You would enjoy a lot of the kid, you know, high school coming of age story of it. Um, Again, probably one of the hang ups is that um, he has a crush on his high school teacher and an inappropriate relationship that um, doesn't go that far. But it's still like, you know, one of those hang ups that I think you'd have. (laughs) Right. But it is it is great and fun. Um, so then that means number four, which is another one that a lot of fans kind of put lower on the totem pole, but I think you might enjoy a lot, is the Darjeeling Limited. Um, it's more of a road film. Um, three brothers, um, Owen Wilson, uh, Adrian Brody, and uh, Jason Schwartzman as three brothers on this trip through India um, after their dad dies. And I, I think it's it's... I think you would really enjoy it a lot. Um yeah. it has a lot of still quirkiness to it, but it's it's much more of a family drama. And I think um, you know, I, I, I have a feeling that you have a lot of affinity towards fam or father-son stories yeah. a lot. And so I think you might really enjoy that one a lot. Um, but not as much as number three, which is the Grand Budapest Hotel. Um, which is this generation spanning. um, that's the one about the hotel and the lobby boy that, um, you know, it's set in three or four different generations. and it's it's a lot of fun. It's got a little bit of its heist story to it, yeah. and it's also um, it's very visually out there and quirky that um, I think I think you would still enjoy that. But I think just, it's not really a who done it, but it kind of has some of those. Well, like you're elements trying to figure of, out the yeah. greater
1: story, right? It's showing yeah. you the pieces. Yeah. So I think we've had a couple of groups rent the theater, and this is the movie they picked to yeah. to sh- share with each other, kind of thing. Of like, because I just feel like it must be one that prompts some good conversations. Of what do you think that you know kind yeah. of thing? Yeah. And I think you know, outside looking in and seeing a lot of these trailers over time, this is kind of that first instance of like crazy color for him in that...
0: Yeah, yeah, and the miniature sets that are just, again, kind of that heightened reality of you have the real-life characters, but then these environments they're in are almost very storybook-like looking, that they, they, they seem so unreal compared to the characters living within them, so... Um, but it's great; it's beautiful. So I I do highly recommend that. Uh, the other one I think you would really enjoy is uh, Moonrise Kingdom. I
1: was curious where this one was going to land because I feel like this is the one my buddy like begs me to see. Yeah, all the time. Yep,
0: it's sort of a adolescent love story of uh, a camp story of like a boy scout and he meets up with a girl and they. Go on this sort of romantic getaway together, and uh, the scouts trying to find them, and it's just really great. It's really fun and sweet, and uh, and, and the, I w- I will spoil for you that the dog does die in this one. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> so Good I, I know that Brian. that's why you're <laughs> probably never going to watch it, but, um, but it it is um, a lot of. It's a lot of fun and sweet, and you know, just sort of that silly adolescent romance. I mean, he does that a lot with his things of yeah. either adults acting like children or you know, do these sort of small stakes, um, sort of adventures, sort yeah. of things that, um, that are given the weight of something very serious. So I think you would really enjoy that one. And then at number one, I really think you would absolutely love Fantastic Mr. Fox, yeah, yeah. And if uh, it might be a little too early. I mean, I think Millie could watch it. Sure. It just would definitely go You'll over, her, over head her head for a lot of things. But yeah. um, it is just a great film to enjoy. And I think, um, you know, much like the pixar films or anything like that like i think you could uh resonate on that sort of sure. you know kids films that adults can appreciate and you know get some rich themes out of um of course stop motion animated which i thought oh you'll have trouble with but you did watch isle of dogs yeah. so um so yeah i think top of your list when you get a chance check out fantastic mr fox cuz i'd really think you would enjoy that one a lot
1: cool uh, Brian, so something, you know, as we're looking at these movies, mm-hmm. it's become, like, just crazy apparent with him, especially, is it yeah. seems like he has his his group.
0: Yeah, he works Bill Murray a lot, like very Owen Wilson, Jason group. Schwartzman. Yeah. Like. yeah, and
1: even some of the side characters. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I'm trying to think of the kids that um, flash in the new Spider-Man
0: I'm not certain in that. Um, but yeah, he he definitely has a core group of people that he's worked at. In fact, the only reason that uh, Bill Murray was not in Asteroid City was because of COVID. Um, either he was sick. I, I, I don't remember the specifics yeah. of why, but it was COVID-related. So he was unable to be in this one. That's why Tom Hanks is kind of filling what Got probably would have been, been the, Bill the Bill Murray, Murray role. role. Yeah,
1: but... Um, yeah, so uh, d- when you watch these Brian, do you find that part like distracting or are you able to separate the stories? Like I feel like if I binged them, yeah. I'd be very much like Oh, these characters are like whoever Jason Schwartzman's playing is very muddied in my brain. Or do you yeah. feel like they're different enough roles across the? I
0: think they're different enough roles. Yeah, and then and then I do think that he definitely picks up people along the way. Yeah, like, uh, like Willem Dafoe, he first worked with in Life Aquatic, and now right. he's just kind of become a series regular. Yeah. Um, but and
1: Owen Wilson. And- yeah,
0: Owen Wilson. Um, and Owen Wilson. Was Wes Anderson's college friend. So they went, yeah, yeah, so they did um, Bottle Rocket together and then they co wrote. Um, Rushmore and Royal Tenenbaums together as well, so they were kind of a partner team for a while. And then Owen Wilson, I think, kind of blew up and became more of a star. And um, so their their collaborations have been less since then. Uh, but even um, even Roman Coppola, who um, shot a lot of his films, you know, he has also been given writing credits on a lot of sure. his films as well. Uh, Noah Baumbach, he worked with on. Um, That's
1: Credit Gerwig's husband.
0: That's right. (laughs) (laughs) On Fantastic Mr. Fox, as well as Darjeeling Limited and uh, Life Aquatic, I think. um, Noah Baumbach was involved in all of those ones, I believe. And um, yeah, so he's he's had a lot of great collaborators along the way and um, really honed his craft. And um, yeah, I, I, I don't really see that you would get too confused you know, sure. seeing Owen Wilson in Royal Tenenbaums versus Owen Wilson in Darjeeling Limited, I don't think you'd um, conflate them that much. Sure. Um, I'd say maybe um, some of those side characters like your Bob Balabans or the uh, Indian actor that I can't That's, remember yeah, his name yeah, right now. Like, they Tony, kind of Tony, play Tony, kind of the yeah, same right, character and everything, role. but they're very much background characters as well. Mm. Yeah. So... um so yeah, I, I think that um, yeah, I think you should definitely familiarize yourself with some Wes Anderson, cool. some more, and uh, starting with Fantastic Mr. Fox, Moonrise Kingdom, and Grand Budapest. Well,
1: I think I'll <laughs> probably end up starting because this Thursday we're going to get to watch that's Astros true, yeah, City, So <laughs> you might have to tell me where you would put it in the list after we're done watching it together. Yeah,
0: maybe next week we'll we'll rank it in there somewhere as like a little side quest of our <laughs> of our main episode. So. Um, yeah, let me know any of you listening, um, how well I did, if, uh, if I totally gave your favorite one, the, a raw deal, or if you think that no, Jake would absolutely love Bottle Rocket the best or something like that. Uh, let us know at, uh, podcast at arthousebillings.com. And, uh, of course, come see us at the movies again, Asteroid City starts this Friday, And we'll run until July 12th. And then after that, we have Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. So, uh, yeah. Hope you're having a great week. And we will see you at the movies. Take care, everyone. Bye. Bye.